Hey folks, welcome back to the DC3Cast. I can't believe this is real. What started as a joke on this show between me, Brian, and my co-hosts, Zach and Vince, has become a reality. We used to joke that we saw the Snyder Cut. Remember that? Remember that, when that was our bit? That we had all seen the Snyder Cut and it was real? When, when uh-huh. people were denying it, we were like, oh no, we saw it, it was real. Uh, now we've actually seen the Snyder Cut, and it's real. And we're here to talk about it. But so, it's not special because everybody's seen it. Yes, that's true. Well, everybody with the great HBO Max uh, subscription service. Sure. Um, but so, just for anybody who doesn't know the backstory here, real quickly, Zack Snyder made Man of Steel. He made uh, Batman, Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. And then he was making Justice League. And tragedy struck his family, legitimate tragedy. His daughter committed suicide. And he backed off the project. And Joss Whedon was brought in to finish the film. And did some reshoots, made Henry Cavill's mustache be digitally removed. Um, and uh, then we had a lackluster Justice League movie, and people were saying how if the Snyder Cut was restored, it would it would prove everybody wrong. It would be a great movie. That brings us to where we are today. Now... Well, wait, you forgot about the part where WB intentionally uh, ruined Ben Affleck's marriage and drove him into being an <laughs> alcoholic Yes, to get him out of the cowl. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of conspiracy theories out there about this, which, which again, like, is, is crazy. And I feel bad. Some of, some of which seem legitimate. Yes, like... yes. The Ray Fisher stuff seems very legitimate. Um, yeah. And I feel bad painting everybody who was calling for this with one brush because I, I do think that there are people who like this movie that that would abhor the like gross stuff that a lot of the Snyder Cut people do yeah like like, like me <laughs> sure okay um but you know it's just I feel like we'll talk at the end of this about sort of what like the, the lesson is from all of this but Zach, talk to us about how much you like this movie. I actually kind of liked it. Um, so I'll talk a little bit about the way I watched it. I did watch it episodically. Um, I watched it chapter by chapter over the span of about a week, maybe even a little over a week. Um, I did watch the last. I watched chapters five and six consecutively, and then watched the um, epilogue a little bit after um so five and six were the only ones i watched like back to back um and i do like i don't think it's a great movie but i do think it's substantially better than joss whedon's stab at the movie um i do think that the like place that it's sitting at on, on like metacritic and stuff is pretty pretty reasonable like i don't think it's unreasonable um and like i think so it's been a minute since i've been seeing man of steel i actually really liked man of steel when it came out but i also had much different tastes then so i don't know how i would like feel i actually i now i feel compelled to rewatch man of steel i've seen batman versus superman recently and i know that that's a bad movie i think that this in my mind, this is probably somewhere in between those two movies, if that if that makes sense. Sure. Yeah. 
Vince, what did you think of this? Um, well, Zach, I, you said, you said you like this, or you think it's kind of good or something like that. You said something to that effect when, when you started off your thing. I do kind of like it. I do kind of like it. I don't agree with that, but then I, I pretty much agreed with almost everything you said after that. Yeah. I'm looking at Zack Snyder's Justice League on Metacritic, like you said right now, and the Metascore is 54. That's from critics, you know, the user's 9.0, and we all know how that happened. (laughs) Um, but um, the meta score is pretty much what I agree with because I, so I wrote the man of steel review for multiversity all those years ago and I gave it a 6.5 and I read the review recently and there's some stuff in the review that I would feel differently about now, but the score, I don't think so. I think out of 10, a 6.5 seems good for man of steel. Like on the whole, like on the whole, I feel kind of positive about it. Okay. So that's like proof that I don't automatically hate everything Zack Snyder does because I don't hate Man of Steel at all. And I, I kind of like it even. Some even. choices I don't like, but whatever, even. Um, the the uh, BVS is like a 3.5, I think, is what I would say. Don't like that very much at all. Yeah, I would the, maybe even I could be I could push it lower even, I think. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It's I only, I've the, only seen each of those movies once. So sure. it's hard for me to really remember how I like Man of Steel better, obviously, because I'm not a psychopath, yeah. but um it's hard for, <laughs> it's hard for me to remember how bad BVS was. The the Joss Whedon Justice League is like a two. That that it's one of the worst superhero movies I've ever seen. Yeah, it's Here. really <clears throat> it's really bad. Um and the stuff I had I I, you know, as soon as I finished Zack Snyder's Justice League, I pulled up one of those articles, you know, the listicles of all the differences between the two, because I haven't seen the Whedon cut since theaters, and um, I'd forgotten about, like, some of the stuff, like the Flash landing on Wonder Woman's boobs, and, like, some of that, like, very cringy stuff, and, like... Even then, like, then was bad, but, like, in hindsight, it's just despicable, kind of. And, like, on in that regard, like, <laughs> compared to that, like, Zack Snyder's Justice League is a tasteful movie, I think. <laughs> yeah. Know? Oh, it's it's very tasteful to the point of, like, tastefully putting me asleep <laughs> several times. But it is. But you're right. But you're right. It is tasteful. Yes. Um, And I think, like, if we want to talk about all the, like, the creative and, 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 ethics and morality and like business behind this i yes i am totally glad that this exists because uh you know they did snyder dirty and you know he had a rough going of it and you know the 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 joss thing just sucks joss whedon sucks um but 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 that and that movie is legitimately bad and then this like we'll get into the details but like if i had to just put a score on it i would say I'd say it's about a five. So the meta score here was a 54. I I about agree with that. I would say like a 5.0 out of 10. I do not like it very much, but there are parts of it that I, that I really do like. Um, on the whole though, I like the evidence that I didn't like it is that it took me like, like literally took me like 12 separate instances of me putting it on to get through it. Like, there were times where I'd put it on for like 10 minutes and be like, I just can't, 
I can't do this, you know? And that 10 minute scene was like one, like slow motion, like Lois walking with a cup of coffee or something. I'm exaggerating, but like, no, but you're not, you're not, you're not. Yeah. You're not, you're not. Yeah. Um, I mean, it just, it was just so punishing to get through. And I think if you, the problem is, is that if you make this less than four hours, I think nothing happens. in there's it. <laughs> some, Well, there's, there's some stuff you could cut wholesale, like the nightmare stuff and have a movie. No, stuff. I think you need the nightmare stuff. I don't think you do, but with it, I, I, I think you do, but that's me. Okay. All, what I'm saying is what I'm saying is if you that's cut it down from four hours, <laughs> I think what, it needs it. Yeah, absolutely. It's the sickest thing you've ever if said. You, if you cut it down from four hours, you are missing some of the stuff that kind of makes it a remarkable movie in some ways, because it has a bigger scope than any Marvel movie. Like the massive scope of it is impressive on its face, but then experiencing the execution of it is like a punishing, like I'm wishing for my execution while I'm watching it. Um, if that makes any sense. Um, yes. But I'm going to, I'm going to stop talking. Uh, so Brian can talk a little and we can keep this, to the time that he wants, but sure. That's my, that's my overall feeling on it. I, I have some responses, but I want Brian to go first. Okay. In the first, like five minutes of the movie, Bruce Wayne says to Arthur, basically, I need to put together a team because something big is coming. And then it takes three and a half hours to do that exact thing. This movie has no plot, none, zero plot. The, the plot of the movie that's true. the plot of the movie is that we have to put together a team there are a thousand offshoots no, from that. no, no, tell, no, no. I don't think that's true there is there is nothing in the movie that that explains like if you had to explain what the movie is it's I Bat- think I could... it's Batman putting together a team to fight something that's coming well that's a plot that is a plot but it's, but like it's, a, the... it's a it's a thin plot that takes forever to happen. It does take forever. It takes a while, but, like, the plot is, like, Superman dies, which wakes up the mother boxes, which calls Steppenwolf. Except that Superman died in a different movie. (laughs) But he died, but they they revisit it at the beginning of this movie. Oh, you bet they do. They do. (laughs) Um, Do agonizing detail. Yes. So I want to comment on in in that well, regard, yeah. you know. That... I said one okay, sentence. Okay, keep going. I said okay, one sentence. Okay, keep going then. Okay, okay. Yeah. I you said a sentence that I like disagreed <laughs> with considerably. I yes. I'm man, you guys are gonna make me the Snyder Cut defender. It's already happened. Oh. Um, you're already you're happened. a serial harasser. <laughs> <laughs> what? In in our DMs. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, so we will um we'll get into some of the details a little bit later, but. I, I just feel like nothing happens in the movie of any substance. It's that we, we get a lot of scenes that are cool and a lot of scenes that would act as good vignettes in um, in a, like a TV series that was – or a, a miniseries. But it doesn't belong in a movie. Uh, uh, first of all, a four-hour movie is a fucking abortion. That should never happen. No movie um, should be this long. Excuse me, uh, the Return of the King extended edition is a great film. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep going. I wouldn't change. I wouldn't change a thing. <laughs> well, this had almost as many endings as Return of the King, so we could talk about that. A little I bit know, too. and that's why that's why it's good. 
will I ever be able to get my thoughts out about this movie? Um, <laughs> the more endings a film has, the better it is. I've always said that. Zach is like the Vince of this episode. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so anyway, I, I just feel like, like for instance, um, I thought that most of the stuff with Martha Kent was really well done in part because I just think that in general that felt most like Man of Steel, which is the best of these movies. Um, I thought that Lois Lane's heartbreak felt very real and felt very, you know, uh, tender. And, you know, just I, I I think we instantly sympathize with that character and, and for good reason. I think that some of the Wonder Woman stuff, I mean, Gal Gadot, you, if, when you ask her to act, you ask her to disappoint you. You know, she's just she's fine, but she's not really an actress. And wow, man, this guy just criticizing her whole career, her whole life, man. She's going to come in here and tell you that you're not a very good podcaster. Okay, I have literally hundreds of hours of evidence to back up my claims uh, that I am. Uh, I'm just kidding. I'm just messing with you. You're not wrong. She's a little flat. Yeah. Um, I think that the the best part of this movie is the cyborg stuff, which was totally yes. absent, yeah. totally absent from the Whedon cut. And like, I, I think, I think all of us wanted to believe Ray Fisher when he came out and started talking about his treatment on set. But I also think that it's very easy to be cynical about a young actor thinking he should have had a bigger role in a movie. And I think that after you watch this, it becomes so clear that he's telling the truth about the Joss Whedon experience because mm-hmm. the cyborg stuff has all the emotional resonance of the film in it. Bruce Wayne, for somebody who is supposedly so conflicted, never smiles or frowns the whole time. He has just this like monotone expression for four hours. Uh, Gal- he's sleepwalking through this movie. <laughs> yes. Yes, he is. Yeah. Uh, you know, he drains the energy out of every single scene that yes. he's in. Uh, Gal Gadot, when in action or doing like simple stuff, is very good. But she is not delightful. Yeah, she 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 is not like a uh, she's not a big emotional center of the movie. I think that the um, the Barry Allen stuff is terrible. That first scene of him at that job interview is like oh. is just gross for every. Uh, it just it's so so poorly done. Um, I don't know what they were thinking with the with everything about the Barry Allen character, and I think the Aquaman stuff is is fine, but he just comes off as like the he's just the gruff asshole for no reason through most of it. Um, I I agree with you on almost everything there except I do really like Jason Momoa's Aquaman a lot. I think he I think the Aquaman movie is a much better Aquaman, as it should be a better Aquaman story than justice league is. Um, that's I, yeah. You know, and, and I think that part of my goodwill to him is from that, but you know, in the beginning of this, like <laughs> the beginning of this movie until the fight with Steppenwolf at the end, he's just like perpetually pissed off and doesn't really ever talk about why. Yeah. It's, and and that's and and this we're, we're going to get back to letting everybody talk here in a second but that's what bothers me about this is that there's 4 hours to tell the story of these six characters and yet one of them doesn't show up until 
15 minutes from the end or 20 minutes, whatever it is, whenever Superman shows up. Um, that's that's the crime of the movie to me. You know, one we'll, of the we'll we'll get into that. That's my big thing that I want to talk about um, yeah. when it comes. You know, there's just we we had so much time to do so much with these characters, and we chose to do nothing with them because everything is a little vignette, and almost all those vignettes could have been removed, and it wouldn't have changed the film. It wouldn't have changed the plot of the film at all. Like, tell me, tell me one Barry-focused scene that really did anything for the movie. The, the so, only the only good Barry scene is the one that's at the very end with his dad in in jail. Yes, agreed. Uh-huh. Yep. That's that's good. I I like the I like the time travel bit. Sure, but but I guess that's more of like that's not a bottle scene character thing. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I so it go off, Zach. I'm just gonna. <sighs> I didn't like all of these, obviously, and I generally, I didn't, I think it's kind of silly. This is maybe the most like ironic that I'm gonna be when it comes to this movie, um, but like the times, there, so there, Zack Snyder is channeling three voices at any one time. There, there are three different things in this movie. One of them is he's trying to do Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings. The other time he's trying to do a Terrence Malick movie. And the uh, the third time is just I guess like three hundred, you know, yeah, three hundred Watchmen, Frank Miller bullshit. Uh, uh, hang on, where the does the Jesus st- where does the Jesus stuff come in? I think that that falls that actually falls under all three. I think. Okay, okay. I think that's the unifying. <laughs> okay, that's the unity. That's the unity. Those you're, are the three mother boxes, and that's the unity. Yeah. You're you're you have a beautiful mind. Um, Real quick, and, my, my honest thought watching this is Zack Snyder wants to remake the Ten Commandments. Oh, for let sure. him, Absolutely. let him, let him. Yeah, go off. Um, so, like, I don't think he does any of those things well, obviously. <laughs> but like, I, it's it's one of those situations where it's like you got to hand it to him, and like maybe you don't got to hand it to him, but I feel like you got to hand it to him. Um, like there. There's so many of those like Terrence Malick scenes where it's just like characters walking slowly to like dramatic music, um, and so, and sometimes it's just so goofy. There's that scene where um, where Bruce goes to find Arthur in that village, and and Arthur leaves, and and the the women of the village start spontaneously breaking out into oh. song that that like instantly reminded me of the funeral scene in two towers where like aomer a- dies and aowen sings it was like the exact same thing to me but like but like a parody um is what it felt like and then and then like the berry scene where he's saving iris and it's like 10 minutes long of him just like running fast in slow motion um but i just thought it was just kind of delightful in an in an inexplicable way i don't know um i there's a charm to this movie that i can't put into words or or define it's so it's it's like i want to call it audacious but it's not audacious it's not doing anything like 
particularly no, noteworthy, not. but like he like it I, I feel like it really is like I feel like he's just reaching for the moon, you know? He's just like He's Dogecoin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I don't know. I just I I like this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody. My name is Mike. And I'm Greg. And together we are Robots from Tomorrow, a twice-weekly podcast appearing at MultiversityComics.com. Each week we take some time to check out books and shelves on Wednesday that are worth your attention. And each month we dissect the previous catalog. We also have long-form discussions about books we've enjoyed like Dan Clow's Ghost World and Jack Kirby and Mike Royer's Commanding. And if that's not enough, we also do creator interviews. Some of the talks you'll find in our archives feature Mike Mignola, Leila Del Duca, Sean Martinborough, Emma Beebe, and Greg Rucka. So that's a lot of content for everybody. Please subscribe to Robots from Tomorrow on iTunes or Stitcher so you never miss a thing. Robots from Tomorrow has hours of comic-focused entertainment week in and week out. And now, back to your show. I mean, so um, I think we can all agree it's better than the Whedon Justice League by a mile. I just mm-hmm. think it's still not a very good Justice League movie. And that's going to be my biggest problem with it, is that I, I just... I don't get the sense that these guys and gals are going to have any future beyond this because there's nothing to tell us. The only character that at the end of the movie you're like, I know what that guy's going to do next is Barry. He's going to get the job. He got the job at the uh, at the crime lab. Mm-hmm. Oh, but what about Martian Manhunter uh, visiting Bruce and saying, "Hey, I'm around," and then and then literally ending the scene by saying, "Oh, by the way, some call me Martian Manhunter." <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> they couldn't think of anything better for him to say yep, than they, that. That scene, they had um, to call it. They had to call him by his name. <laughs> that that the the scene where Martian Manhunter is pretending to be Martha Wayne. That that was like the Martha Wayne uh, Lois Lane scene. It's a nice scene that becomes instantly not nice at all when you find that that was Martian Manhunter. Yeah, it's it's a really yeah. bad choice. Um, yeah, there there's, I, but the bigger thing the big thing here for me is that I just don't jibe with the Zack Snyder aesthetic. Like no. putting it in the four three aspect ratio is dumb as shit. I don't. <laughs> I don't like all the slow motion. I I laughed every time that Wonder Woman came onto the screen and you hear the oh music start like right away. That shit's funny mm-hmm. to me. There's just there's just so much about the film that I that I just cannot get down with. And the biggest thing is just how little happens. Like I love a long movie and I love a long movie where nothing happens. I like stuff that is atmospheric and that builds and that isn't necessarily like cut and dry. I'm I'm game for all of that. I just don't understand why you need ninety percent of this because nothing happens in it. Nothing. It's not a it's not a movie. It's a collection of scenes. That, that I figured that's what it is. This feels like a fan edit of the Star Wars trilogy. Fuck it, I got it. Yes, I'm so proud of myself right now. I've been trying to think what this feels like, and it feels like a fan edit of the Star Wars trilogy. It feels like there's three movies out there that fans picked their favorite parts of, but in doing so, pulled most of the plot out of it. Hmm. I, I still think like the plot is there's more plot there. I think than in like the 
weed in Justice League. Sure, but that, that, I definitely that, think there's more plot. But that that should because they bring in all of the like dark side anti life stuff. Okay, I, I will say the dark side stuff did not was not bad in the movie necessarily. I I mm. think that I, I'm not saying it's good. Um, I don't think that anybody knows how to give dark side motivation outside of a comic. Like it's just it's very hard to explain why he's so into anti life in a movie. Um, I did like the sort of like the visual of the way Desaad and Darkseid were communicating through that like fire. I don't even know how you describe it. I think that's just just a cool visual of Apocalypse. Like you know, um, I thought it was fine. I didn't like Steppenwolf visually. I think he looks like a bad Tekken character. But he, uh, I think he was better than he looked in the Whedon version again. Sure, but I, I still don't know. If On I'm... a technicality at best. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I mean, he's still, like, I think all of the New God characters in this look pretty awful, like, Ugh. aesthetically. But it's better. I think the way that that was all handled was infinitely better than in the Whedon cut. Just because, like, making Steppenwolf the villain of that movie was exceedingly dumb. Yeah. Um... And yeah, it's just like it's just not yeah that that just wasn't good. Like bringing in Darkseid gives so much more, I guess, like to that character, um, and maybe not so much more, but it gives it gives that character more. So can I can I like? give my little speech before I stop talking entirely <laughs> piggybacking off of what you just said, Brian, that is my like unifying theory for why I still don't like the movie that I don't like Zack Snyder's vision of these heroes. Can I just like go off for a little bit and then I'll shut up and Zach can maybe take us home. Sure. Okay. So Brian, you, this stuff about apocalypse, first of all, Great example of, like, why visually I just don't... Like, Snyder is capable... There's so many scenes in this movie that are beautiful in their construction, but the actual stuff in the scene looks terribly ugly to me. Basically every design. Like, I think the Wonder Woman and the Aquaman designs are pretty good. I don't like the Batman design, the Cyborg design... Any of the new god stuff, the flash design, I think all that stuff looks awful to me. Agreed. Um, um, everything that's just so angular and spiky, and even the Kryptonian ships, I just don't like. When the Justice League stands shoulder to shoulder, and all all six of them are in the the, the frame or whatever, there's not. It's it's like this monochrome thing going on, and it shouldn't be that to me. Um, and it's just it's you know. So many beautiful shots that just have stuff that I don't like to look at in them. Um, the most criminal of which is like with the new God stuff, Desaad. If you look at the original Jack Kirby design for Desaad, he is supposed to be a humanoid and just look like the most wretched, wet. He's supposed to look just like sopping wet hair, just like awfully parted or like like combed over and just damp right and in this movie in this universe he's just generic metallic looking bad guy 
number three. You know, I had the same There's thought no about the new gods in general. That the new gods in general are are supposed to be vaguely humanoid. I think by design, because they are the fourth world. They are the next evolution of mm-hmm. like of our world, right? So it, sh- it shouldn't be too dissimilar from that. Yeah, yeah. dark side. Darkseid technically looks kind of like how Darkseid should. But yet when he moves and when he talks, it's like he just looks like a pud. When he <laughs> walks away, in this final scene when he turns around and walks away from the boom, boom tube portal, he looks like he's holding in a turd <laughs> when he's walking. Like, it just doesn't look good. It doesn't look good in motion. It doesn't feel good to watch, you know? And then, like, the biggest crime to me, the, the the worst thing, the worst scene in the movie, I think, that I kind of thought was somehow a Joss thing, but was really also a Snyder thing, it turns out, was Superman's resurrection. And this is where I'm going to compliment Zack Snyder, because I know that he has it in him to do a Superman, re- like, resurrection that is epic in scope and feel and i can imagine like a great music cue kicking in and this like triumphant moment when superman finally returns and it's this amazing moment for everyone i know he has that in him somewhere but it's spoiled entirely you're waiting this entire movie for superman to come back and he's just this and i know you can make like some convoluted plot reason why he's like this but no, the first time you see Superman, he's this angry, evil, like blank slate that attacks the Justice League. And that's not that may be technically what Snyder is trying to accomplish with the plot mechanics of the resurrection. But that's not emotionally satisfying for the viewer. That's not. Imagine if Superman came back and it was triumphant. Imagine if that was the, you know, it completely spoils this build to him, I think. The scene looks cool when he's fighting the Justice League. Like, it kind of looks cool. It's a cool fight. And there's some cool effects in there. But, like, no emotional resonance at all. It's totally spoiled. And then for, like, the resolution to that being, like, him seeing Lois and remembering that he's horny or whatever. Like, (laughs) again, like, the better emotional payoff is later when they're in the fields in Smallville, like that stuff works. That stuff's great. But Superman's return is like just horrible to me. Like it just, it, it doesn't make you feel the way that it's, that it really should make you feel, you know? And I just feel like, you know, man of steel 6.5 out of 10 that it was in my mind. Like there were so many of those moments where it was just like, God, just, just <laughs> make Superman confidently heroic. Just make him the beat. There's there's all this questioning surrounding him constantly over the course of three movies. Because just, because just make... Snyder doesn't like Superman. That's why. I know, I know, and that kills me because that kills me because that's the other thing, Brian. You said that there's this isn't a good Justice League movie. There is an hour there's an hour of a great Justice League movie in here. Because once that Superman uh fighting the hero shit is over. Every Superman moment after that is great. Every every Clark Kent Superman moment is awesome. And it is such a life injection to this movie from the moment that he comes to his senses 
that the emotional payoff of resurrecting him would have been great if it just if he just came back and he was triumphant again, you know? Everything after that is like, you know, like when they're sitting around the ship and they're ready to go, that kind it doesn't look like the Justice League to me, but it feels like the Justice League, or at least something approximating it. And the fight against Steppenwolf, even though Steppenwolf looks like trash and is a really thin character, the fight is really cool. Like I, I actually do like when they charge in and 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 they, you know, I, I like that final battle. I think it's it works. And then the falling action after that, the Lord of the Rings style multiple endings, minus the nightmare stuff, which I think is just silly and pandering to edge lords, I guess. All the falling action is awesome. Like the the berry scene is great. Anything with like Clark and Cyborg, like I like all that stuff. Not a whole lot happens, but it's like it's just a nice uh, come down, you know. That's the part that I liked about this. That's what makes it like a five and like like bordering on a decent movie, you know. Um, but that scene where Superman is resurrected is just such a misfire for me that it 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 perfectly explains my feelings with Zack Snyder across the board, you know. B- BVS itself was a misfire on the level of that scene alone for me. And and that's just, I guess that's just part of Zack Snyder's vision for this that dominates and that I cannot get over. Um, and I'm going to leave it there because I've talked too much now, but um, that's just, it's completely indicative of my entire problem with Snyder's universe. Yeah. The Superman stuff is bad. I, don't i don't really have a lot more to add to that it, it's just really bad um outside of the stuff i think the smallville stuff was good um and yeah the, i don't know i can't oh go ahead Brian. i was gonna say the one small thing that really bothered me is the thing at the end where clark asked bruce how did you get the bank the house back from the bank and bruce said i bought the bank that's the dumbest fucking line that is him trying to do the thing in inception where um where they buy the I airline. Like I like I like that. No, I, no, no. I, that it's, it's totally that fucking is dumb. Bruce Wayne. Come it's totally on. fucking dumb. No, yeah, it is. Because it's, I thought that was how'd you get the house that back? Is where, that I is where I offered money that for is it. Where, <laughs> no, that is where I can say like, hey, this is a comic book movie. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, I, I like right. that. <laughs> yeah, I. Um, but Zach, tell us why. Let's end on a positive note. I mean, I don't know. I feel like I've kind of said all the reasons why I liked it. There's just there's just something about it that I find charming, um, even though a lot of it is like kind of gross and overly gritty and just way too serious with itself. But and I don't I don't really want to like fully buy into like the whole, uh, you know, I feel like some would say that this is like an uh, some might go as far to say that this is like an an art an artist's movie compared to like the very um you know consumer driven marvel movies like the the very like just um just kind of like run of the mill not you know sure sure not very you know and i wouldn't quite go that far because i think most marvel movies are probably still better than this um 
but there there just is something about it um like i can i can totally understand why people would be passionate about like Zack snyder and his movies and this franchise i don't understand like why some people take it to the like cultish level that they do but i i can definitely see like people just liking this aesthetic and liking what snyder's trying to do i like it's not it's not my thing really but at the same time like there are things that i enjoy about it so i don't know who am i to say who's to say if it's good or bad um i mean i i think you're right in a way that this feels way more like a swing than yeah than the marvel movies do unfortunately Mm -hmm. it's a swing and a miss i think a lot of the time yeah i think it's yeah i mean honestly i really wonder if like batman versus superman hadn't been such like an abysmal mess if like we wouldn't view the whole Zack snyder trilogy a little bit differently um i mean to me the defining moment of the Zack snyder trilogy is superman killing zod like see i know i know people get really upset about that but like that has never actually bothered me that much in this. It it just seems to me to be such a fundamental misunderstanding of who Superman is. Well, like, like Batman, like kills like hundreds of people with guns in this movie. And I I have a problem with that too. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I just like, at some level, I just let that stuff go just because like, this is not the, that vision of any, like none of these characters are really consistent with, probably our like view of the characters like wonder woman decapitates uh steppenwolf in this you know like there there's a lot of stuff that happens um cyborg says fuck like you know (laughs) that that stuff doesn't bother me at all Uh, um it yeah it really doesn't yeah that's a i i guess like uh, i think kind of a long time ago i let that stuff go when it comes to Snyder's DC stuff. See, it just it just seems to me like it's it's hard for me to let you have it both. Not you, Zach, uh, a different Zach, sure. uh, Zach Snyder. Uh, it, it, it's yeah. hard to let me have it both ways with that. Like you can't. What What do you mean both ways? Like... What I mean is that you can't say this is like a new, fresh take on Superman, but only change one thing and make it the most important thing about Superman that you change. Like if well, I don't think it's like a new, fresh take on Superman, and I don't think it's like a very good take on Superman. But I feel like that's at all. But that that was his whole thing, right? Like he called people pussies. He was like, "If you don't think Superman kills, then you're a pussy and an idiot." He... Yeah. So like that's and, and like a so... lot of stuff that Snyder has said about these characters, though, like outside of the movies, I I don't really feel like bears out in the movies that much. Like, yeah, like Superman killed Zod. But he's not like a mass murderer either. You know, he's not like a psycho. I think eventually you you definitely see like Snyder was going to turn him into that. Um, yeah. And I think that is like unfortunate. Although like we've already had many comics that have done it beforehand, some of which written by people that we like. So I don't know. Yeah, it's... I don't understand. I don't understand the obsession with making Superman like a psychopath who kills everyone. Like that's something yeah. that's like a bizarre Reddit fascination that I'll never understand oh, or get it's, behind. It's so too. Could you imagine if he did that? He's supposed to be good. Yeah. Um. Here, here's here's the thing. 
the I don't I don't really have a problem with Superman killing Zod. Um, I have there's two things I have more of a problem with that kind of perpetuate like to me that moment doesn't isn't bad, but it's it's part of a trend with Snyder that I think is that is the misunderstanding. It's when Wonder Woman is up against that uh, like there's that heist going on or whatever. And she's up against that guy shooting the machine gun at all those kids. Uh-huh. She has the speed to block every one of those bullets individually, like faster than light. And yet she has to like kill him by blowing up a quarter of the building. Yep. You sure. know, she couldn't just run at the gun blocking any shots at her and take the guy, even though, even though visually Snyder demonstrates to the viewer that she would be more than capable of easily doing that. Yeah. And that just tells me that, like, now any argument you make about the Zod thing is undermined by just Snyder always goes in this direction, you know? In a vacuum, the Zod thing doesn't bother me. But then the other thing that I that I cannot shake, it's the thing that does bother me, and it bothers so many people, and it's old hat. But the, the Jonathan Kent stuff in Man of Steel yeah. makes no sense. And it never will. You can't explain. I've seen people try to explain it. You can't explain it to me in a way that makes sense. It's so stupid. And it's it's a fundamental misunderstanding. That's the misunderstanding to me. It's not necessarily Superman killing Zod. But it's a pattern that begins with the Jonathan Kent thing. It's a pattern of nihilism. <laughs> yeah. That I, that I see in the... You know, it's, you know. I, I mean, mean, yeah, the Snyderverse is very nihilistic, absolutely. One hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. Say what you will about the no. <laughs> I was gonna do the Lebowski line. <laughs> uh, uh, we 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 do need to spend like at least a couple minutes here talking about the nightmare at the end. Yeah, we are already over time, but yeah. Uh, I I don't have anything more to say about that. I so. I liked the nightmare. I thought it was dumb and fun. It did the thing, which is like the 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 justice league team that you'll never expect you know like it did that thing the like hodgepodge into the world justice league which i'm always a mark for so i i i thought it was one of the funniest lines in the movie unintentionally uh sort of gets reflected here which is um when uh when he was bruce is like you know lois lane is the key and they were like, oh, because he loves her. He's like, no, something darker. Like, just yeah, I mean, yeah, it was one of the dumbest lines in the movie by far. But then at the in that mo- in the dream, that's all just to set up the nightmare later. That's about Lois Lane. Yeah. Right? Um, well, you see, um, the Keyblade. <laughs> The door to darkness. Oh no! The door is shut. Oh no! Get, you'll, be get the one to, you'll be the you'll be the one to open it. Anyway, um, <laughs> I I feel like you know it was cool to see Mira do something in that scene. Mm, not uh, if you mess the Snyder Bros. Yeah, no, not yeah. Yeah. Um, you uh, you get to see Deathstroke five minutes later with a different haircut. Like, it's just funny to me that yeah. you get two Deathstroke scenes that are, like, minutes apart. Um, yeah. And then you get Jared Leto doing his his level best to 
do uh, the worst Joker voice you've ever heard. Um, never need to hear the Joker talk about reach arounds. Never need to hear Bruce. And again, like they're just they're just really good friends, you know. Yeah, it's just like I I, I totally understand that some part of Bruce Wayne does want to kill the Joker, but he would. But just like again. I just don't understand why you have to. I know it's I know it's a dream sequence. I know all that. I just feel like Snyder doesn't really like these characters. He likes perverting these characters, and that doesn't make for a good Justice League movie. That's my whole spiel in a nutshell. Um. Yeah. Now we know we're not probably getting any Ray Fisher cyborg stuff. After this, we know we are getting a Flashpoint movie, which is going to have both Ben Affleck and uh, Michael Keaton as Batman in it. Well, the Michael Keaton thing has been walked back a little bit. Yeah. Has it been walked back? Yeah. What I was going to say is, hasn't the multi-film deal been walked back? No. (laughs) Michael Keaton was quoted as saying, I don't know if I'm doing that movie I got the script in in my drawer somewhere. I'll have to look at it again. I'm pretty busy. I've got this project I'm working on that I feel in, indebted to, and and I don't know if I'm going to get to this. And he said, "I'm not jerking you around either." Um, well, we're supposed to get a Flashpoint movie, right? Um, we're getting well. Awesome... The, the Flash movie is also like the longest gestating superhero movie of like all time i think you know (laughs) at least as far as like being talked about yeah it's gone through like four directors um but but what i'm saying is like there's pretty much not going to be anything directly coming out of this this is sort of the end of the line for the the snyder verse Um, if you believe what if you believe what everyone is saying which i i do not believe you think they're gonna? You think we're gonna get more from this? Somehow, some way, yes. I don't know what that'll look like or what it's gonna be, but I do not think this is the end of Zack Snyder at DC. I just don't see where you go from here. So we already know, like, what the where he he has like said in interviews and like stuff is leaked, like where the plot would go. So I don't think that that would happen. But like, I could totally see like them spinning i there so warner brothers has been pretty vocal against the like snyder cut bros recently online um and now that like release the snyder cut is over the new thing is like restore restore the Snyderverse, and like i do i would not be surprised if if you know Warner Brothers like goes off on its own way with whatever they're doing going to be doing with the, the the films at this point, but Snyder gets to do his like nightmare verse. A whole movie of that. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good over here. Well, folks, yeah, that... I don't think we want it. <laughs> oh yeah, no. Go yeah, ahead. No, I don't go ahead. want it. We don't. No, I was gonna say we don't. I don't want it. We don't need it. I feel like I've seen a lot of people complaining about this movie ending with a ton of cliffhangers that'll never be picked up. But I kind of think that's the way to end it, honestly. <laughs> so, yeah, that's all I have to say. Okay. Uh, well, we did it, folks. We, we finished it. We watched four hours of the Snyder Cut. 
Can't believe it. Uh, want to thank God. Want to thank my family for giving me the opportunity to sit through this shitty movie. Um, no, it's it's look, it's interesting. I I think that the 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 thing I keep coming back to at the end of the day is that Snyder, Snyder probably thought about this movie more than any mar than every Marvel director put together has thought about a Marvel Cinematic Universe movie. Like, the, the dude poured over every detail of this, and good for him. He got to make his dream come true. It's it's not my thing, it's not our thing, but whatever. Anyway, that'll do it for us tonight. Thank you for listening. Um, this is Zach's last episode for a month or so, so uh, en enjoy your... Uh, we haven't said why you're leaving, but that's up to you if you want to say it or not. I mean, we've hinted at it many times. Well, then tell the folks. I'm 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 having a baby. It's like the movie Junior. He's having a baby. He's pregnant. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yep. Uh huh. Uh, no, it, it's going to be great. We're very excited for Zach. He's going to take a little time to be there for the birth of his child. We tried to get Maddie. Yeah, to... I'll be there. <laughs> there we go. Uh. We tried to get Maddie to schedule it on a on a night we weren't recording, but we couldn't guarantee that, so we had to give him uh, some time off. So, mm -hmm. best yeah. of luck with with the bebe, and um, you know, rem remember that Brian Vincent is a wonderful name. Okay, I'll and, jot that down. Yep, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Take care. Cottage cheese and protein powder. I love it. It's so good.